The Bell of the Ball by Winthrop Mackworth Praed From the World's Best Poetry, Volume 9 Tragedy and Humor, Part 1 Read for LibriVox.org by Thomas Peter The Bell of the Ball Years, years ago, ere yet my dreams had been of being wise or witty, ere I had done with writing themes, or yawned over this infernal chitty, Years, years ago, while all my joys were in my fowling peace and filly. In short, while I was yet a boy, I fell in love with Laura Lilly. I saw her at the county ball. There, when the sounds of flute and fiddle gave signals sweet in that old hall of hands across and down the middle, hers was the subtlest spell by far. Of all that sets young hearts romancing, she was our queen, our rose, our star, and then she danced, oh heaven, her dancing, dark was her hair, her hand was white, her voice was exquisitely tender, her eyes were full of liquid light, I never saw a waist so slender, her every look, her every smile. Shot right and left a score of errors. I thought twas Venus from her isle, And wondered where she'd left her sparrows. She talked of politics or prayers, Of Southey's prose or Wordsworth's sonnets, Of danglers or of dancing bears, Of battles or the last new bonnets. By candlelight at twelve o'clock, To me it mattered not a tittle, If those bright lips had quoted Locke, I might have thought they murmured little. Through sunny May, through sultry June, I loved her with a love eternal. I spoke her praises to the moon. I wrote them to the Sunday journal. My mother laughed. I soon found out that ancient ladies have no feeling. My father frowned. But how should gout see any happiness in kneeling? She was the daughter of a dean rich fat and rather apoplectic she had one brother just thirteen whose colour was extremely hectic her grandmother for many a year had fed the parish with her bounty her second cousin was a peer and lord lieutenant of the county but titles and the three per cents and mortgages and great relations and india bonds and tilts and rents oh what are they to love sensations black eyes fair forehead clustering locks such wealth such honours cupid chooses he cares as little for the stocks as baron rothschild for the muses she sketched the vale the wood the beach grew lovelier from a pencil shading she botanized i envied each young blossom in a boudoir fading she wobbled handle it was grand she made the Catalina jealous. She touched the organ. I could stand for hours and hours to blow the bellows. She kept an album, too, at home, well filled with all an album's glories. Paintings of butterflies and Rome, patterns for trimmings, Persian stories, soft songs to Julius, cockatoo, fierce odes to famine and to slaughter, and autographs of Prince Libu, and recipes for elder water. And she was flattered, worshipped, bored. The steps were watched, 
her dress was noted, her poodle-dog was quite adored, her sayings were extremely quoted. She laughed, and every heart was glad, as if the taxes were abolished. She frowned, and every look was sad, as if the opera were demolished. She smiled on many just for fun. I knew that there was nothing in it. I was the first, the only one, her heart had thought of for a minute. I knew it, for she told me so, in phrase which was divinely moulded. She wrote a charming hand, and, oh, how sweetly all her notes were folded. Our love was most like other loves, a little glow, a little shiver, a rosebud and a pair of gloves, and fly not yet upon the river. Some jealousy of someone's air, some hopes of dying broken-hearted, a miniature, a lock of hair, the usual vows. And then we parted. We parted. Months and years rolled by. We met again four summers after. Our parting was all sob and sigh. Our meeting was all mirth and laughter. For in my heart's most sacred cell, there had been many other lodges, and she was not the ballroom's belle, but only Mrs. Something Rogers. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.